listeners, welcome to the Business Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Shamir Shah, and this is episode number 21. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with a fantastic guest, who is also a friend of mine. His name is Colin Gray. Hey, Colin. Hey, how you getting on? Very well, Colin. Thank you. Banterers, before we begin, I have something exciting to announce. Go to businessbanter.com and at the top, click on e-course. So many of you have been asking, how do I generate so much business from LinkedIn? And now I'm going to share these secrets with you via the power of LinkedIn. This course is designed to help you realize the LinkedIn expert in you. So go ahead, head over to businessbanter.com and at the top, click on e-course and sign up for the pre-launch. Colin, are you ready for the banter? I am indeed. Fire away. <laughs> Excellent. Colin is the founder of Podcast Host. He is an entrepreneur, a podcaster, and has a PhD in education. Colin is also an invited speaker at high-profile events such as the New Media Europe, which is held in London, uh, Content Stacking, which is part of uh, the Pro Blogger community in Australia, and Podcast Movement, which is in the United States. More importantly especially for the business banter community, his company, The Podcast Host, helps businesses to grow an audience by combining podcasting, blogging, and video to cultivate fanatical fans. Absolutely amazing. Colin, take a few minutes and tell us a bit about your journey of how you got to where you are today. <laughs> well, sir. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a long and meandering story, so uh, I'll try and keep it reasonably short. Uh, it's uh, basically I started out in um, higher education. Really, I was uh, I was a web designer back in the uh, the day. That's what I trained as, really, and I ended up teaching web design at uh, college, uh, and that kind of led me through a wee bit of a route towards um, learning technology. So I ended up teaching lecturers how to teach online using technology. So uh, one of the fashionable technologies of the day back in probably two thousand six or seven I think it was was uh, podcasting so people were getting really excited about how podcasting could be used to teach their students so uh, I was tasked with learning how this whole podcasting caper worked uh, so I could teach the lecturers how it worked uh, to, to assist their students with it so that's really how I got introduced to podcasting and I ended up listening a lot I got really passionate about listening to it found tons of shows that I really enjoyed and uh, as a consequence of that and teaching lecturers how to do it I had to create my own show so uh, I, um, I created uh, the Podcraft, which was the uh, teach people how to podcast podcast. I went on to do one about my hobby, which is mountain biking. Uh, did a gaming podcast along the way as well. And now, nowadays, we do three different shows in the company, um, and we teach people how to do it as well. I moved outside of education, so we're working with businesses, education, and hobbyists. Really, anybody that wants to grow an audience with a podcast. That's fantastic. Uh, I mean, the thing with podcasting, I, mean, I absolutely love it, and and listening whilst learning and learning whilst listening is, is just something that really appeals to me. And I know it does to uh, a lot of the uh, business banter community as well. And especially when you're tapping into such niche areas like, uh, you know, mountain biking, um, and, and, and that's just phenomenal. And gaming um, is huge, huge industries there that podcasting can apply to and work. Um, and in 2006, as you said, podcasting was a bit, um, you know, sort of a newcomer 
uh, on the uh, in terms of media, newcomer on the street. Um, it's one of those things which has revolutionised business today, and is moving forward really strong, I believe. Uh, and so, how do you generate? Uh, income or generate revenue for yourself and for your business through what you do? Yeah, so our, our business is, uh, it has quite a few different little income streams actually. We, so I suppose the front facing part of the podcast host is that we're essentially an agency. We, I mean, we produce podcasts for small businesses. So people come to us, they talk to us, we mentor them through the process of, of using a podcast to promote themselves, to grow an audience, to promote their customers, uh, sorry, their, their products, that type of stuff. So we work with people on a monthly basis, you know, just a standard agency retainer type uh, sure. basis to, to produce shows for them and to help them make it more successful. Beyond that, we also do courses. So if people want to learn how to do it themselves, you know, a kind of lower cost way to get into podcasting, they can buy one of our courses and learn how to launch a course, how to make it successful, how to do editing, uh, how to create a website for a podcast. We've got courses for all that type of, uh, all those subjects. And beyond that, we also do a lot of reviews of equipment and work with with a lot of software companies and you know we we talk we teach people how to podcast via a lot of free materials too via the podcast podcraft and through the website uh, and we get some affiliate income through that as well um, so that's the, that's the current ways that we uh, we make money through the website and that comes into the company and we're exploring other ways in the future as well really of course of course because there's there's always new avenues there's new always areas new yeah <laughs> which you find and, and then you tap into that absolutely and and one of the things that uh, the banterer community has been uh, asking is podcasting. I mean, does it apply everywhere? Does it apply to every niche? And I say, yes, absolutely it does. You could work it into any sort of business, any sort of product, any sort of business um, model that you have. And and, and that's phenomenal. So so it, how, it, because we've got such a variable um, uh, subscribers to Business Banter um, in all kinds of niches, all kinds of businesses, in a couple of sentences, could you sort of... Um, illustrate the customer journey of how you would help them create their first podcast? Yeah, we... So the first thing that people always miss out really is the strategy. So we sit down with people at the very start and we figure out what they want to want to achieve with this podcast. Because a lot of people just jump in, they're just excited to talk about their subject. They just want to talk to their audience, to start speaking to people, getting that feedback. But the first thing really is to figure out what it is you're looking to achieve and to treat it as a project really. You know, you've got your pilot project whereby you're going to put out say 10-15 episodes around a particular topic and then get some feedback and see how that works. So we always uh, set out some aims for that. We set out the, the format, you know, a simplest way to get yourself up and running, the, the, the way that's going to make it sustainable for you as a business to get the podcast out there every single week because the, the big part of it is really that consistency. That's how you grow that audience. You, you get something good out every single week. So you need to make it nice and simple and you need to know why you're doing it to motivate yourself to do it on that regular basis so that's always the first step and then we go through the sort of technicalities of you know looking at equipment and then looking at the software how you get it onto your website how you publish it to the web how do you put it on youtube it's on uh, sorry on itunes how you repurpose <laughs> it places like youtube and facebook and and other formats like that so yeah there's really it starts with a strategy it starts with the aims that kind of pilot plan and then we move on to the technicalities of actually 
actually delivering it. Absolutely. So, I mean, banter is you've you got to understand that, you know, marketing and running a business uh, in the sense Rome was not built uh, in a night and overnight. So all these strategies and, and businesses that are created around various niches have taken time out to, to put together strategy and to work a plan that works for them, works for their lifestyle, works for their business, works for their audience. And that is really, really important. And if you stick with that and actually do it really well and actually hone in on your audience, then you will create a fantastic mark of yourself, your brand, your business. And so that leads me to asking Colin, why and how really, it's not about why, but how do you, Colin, distinguish yourself and your brand from the competitors? Because as we know, there is so much uh, uh, um, digital noise out there. There's so, you know, so many podcasts out there. There's so many marketing companies out there. There's so many marketing and content distribution companies out there. And there's so many people and businesses doing it individually as well. So what helps you be stand out? <laughs> It's, yeah, it's always a tricky question, isn't it? But it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. I, I mean, we're, we're in a lucky position whereby podcasting is still quite immature almost as an industry. Uh, so there's not actually a whole lot of people out there doing what we do. There's a fair few producers out there, a fair few editors, a fair few people making courses, but there's actually nobody doing it at the scale that we are in terms of there's there's a team here. We have a team of people who do podcast production and there's nobody else in the UK. I, well, not that I've found so far. I'd love to hear from anybody that is out there doing this <laughs> as a team. Um, I do know a fair few individuals who are podcasting and producing podcasts for people, but it's so that's one way we stand out. We, I mean, we're not the cheapest in the country by any means. We're probably most one of the most expensive out there. But it's because we offer that reliability, that redundancy, that kind of team knowledge and team experience whereby we can bring that to helping people to succeed and making sure that, you know, if there's a, if there's a big business out there that's relying on the podcast to go out every single week without fail, then there's a bunch of us here. So one person goes off ill, then the whole thing's not going to fall over. So that's that's one way. But I mean... I suppose that's a bit of a boring way <laughs> that I had to stand out. But, <laughs> but that is your USP, isn't it? It's, a, it's important for us. But I mean, my kind of my values based USP, I suppose, is that we're teachers here. I mean, my background is teaching. It's about helping people, supporting people, mentoring people, taking them on as a as a partner and working with people long term. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I know how to teach. I've passed that, that kind of ethos on to everyone in the company. And uh, we're really about creating materials and creating support that really, really helps people not only learn stuff, but put it into action. It's about that putting it into action rather than just, you know, um, thinking about the theory. It's about how you really put it to work in your own context, in your own business. So that's kind of, that's how I think we stand out. It's that, that mindset. And on that note, and as an entrepreneur, what advice would you give our listeners who may be looking into tapping into a niche business? And as we know, niche is where you want to be, but it's it's more difficult putting a strategy and a plan together. So what kind of advice as an entrepreneur would you give to another entrepreneur who's starting out afresh in a niche business? I think, I mean, you've got an advantage in a niche, don't you, in that you can be really specific um, about what you're talking about. You can choose something in there that really suits your personality, your values. Uh, and that's what it's about. It's about being honest, isn't it? It's about, it's about attracting the people that 
are attracted to your personality by being transparent, by being yourself. Um, I mean, I, we were talking just before the recording. I, I was at an event on Thursday, Friday last week. It was uh, the Content Marketing Academy in Edinburgh. And a big message that came out throughout the whole of that event was be human. Just be a human <laughs> being and be likable and be like yourself. And personality is so important in that you if you're yourself there's going to be some people that love you some people that don't like you and that's fine you attract the people that love you you repel the people that don't like you and then you end up with the customers that really really buy into what you do and that's the ones that will become fanatical fans whereas if you're the one that appeals to everyone then everyone's just a bit meh about you <laughs> they don't, they're not that <laughs> so they kind of they're not that fussed uh-huh. most people think you're okay but actually nobody really loves you so better to create a community of people that really love you by being honest and transparent in your niche um, and have a group of people that aren't fans of you because it's the only way to be it's the only way to create fanatical fans for me absolutely absolutely and I agree 100% about connecting with the community and your fans and I love when you said that you know get your community to love you and love them back because only when we allow others to be who they are rather than what we want them to be we will have a peaceful awesome relationship and that is so, so, so important, Banter, is that creating that environment around you, that aura, that persona where people love you and you give out fantastic vibes, that is what it's about. So, Colin, this is going to hurt you a little bit. <laughs> what has been your biggest failure to date? And to be honest, I'm more interested in how did you deal with it? And I'm sure the Banterers want to know that too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had plenty, plenty over the years. Um, I, my, see, so this ties into a couple of different things. The, the, my big failure in the sort of uh, the first few years after leaving my, even after leaving work, so starting up for myself, was really a complete and utter lack of focus. It was just, it was a standard problem we all have, um, you know, finding that idea you want to stick with, but really not finding one thing that you really want to do. And I just latched onto a bunch of different things so it led to an actual failure in terms of I so I was running the podcast host at the time but I was also running Mountain Bikes Park website which is the podcast that's associated with that but I was trying to run that as a business at the same time I was also running something alongside my dad actually I was helping him to run a little business he's a a lawn care expert so I was helping him to run a shop around that and also I set up a a beer shop as well (laughs) simply because I knew somebody that was doing that and and uh, I had the expertise to build a shop for them and market for them. So I ended up having about, I think it was five separate um, real businesses running simultaneously. And the failure was that pretty much all of them just didn't do anything. None of them succeeded because I was just so split in terms of uh, my attention. So uh, the the beer shop was the big example there. It just, uh, we had such an opportunity there because we had great quality products. Um, the the guy that was bringing in the stuff, it was, he was a really expert. They were in a really successful bar down south, bringing in great quality stuff. But we just <laughs> I just didn't have the time to market it to put into it. It's a full-time job to market something like that. <laughs> so it just didn't get traction. Ran out of money on it and we had to close it down. So that just completely failed. And it was because I was just such, uh, I was splitting my attention so much. So, so nowadays I've dealt with that by being much more 
goal-oriented uh, by planning out my years, my months, my days um, to go towards that one thing that I want to achieve. And the one thing I want to achieve at the moment is the podcast host. It's growing the podcast host as a business and helping as many people as I can to start new business to start new podcasts to achieve whatever their, whatever their aims are yeah that's absolutely amazing I mean myself uh, and a lot of the banterers actually know that you know I've failed uh, tremendously in the past and you know invested tons of money in projects and uh, I mean you know over 30 40 thousand pounds in some cases and it just didn't take off it didn't work and the main reason was not fear I wasn't fearful and I haven't been fearful about anything to be honest um, but the main thing is having a team around you, having the right people around you. And as you mentioned, Colin, you've got the podcast host has the right team around itself to help other people in the community and help your business grow. And having the right team is so important. And and that was one of the reasons um, that my business, um, previous businesses failed, uh, simply because I did not have the team around me. They were not as dedicated as me. And that I have brought to my business life today and it completely changed it as you have Colin and and that is what it's about is is actually honing in and focusing on what's helping your business what's helping the community and what's giving to them that they find valuable so banterers the lesson learned there would be don't be fearful of projects of of ideas of businesses of startups you know go and find out what it's about but if you do get heads up beforehand actually learn from it understand okay is this the right way to go is this not but don't be fearful because a lot of people don't start projects simply out of the fear factor and that will leave you standing in the road while other people are moving forward so bear that in mind and take it in your stride and one thing uh, Colin I love to do because I love connecting with people my business has grown because of people and I teach banterers um, on businessbanter.com and I talk about connection and networking and, and, and partnerships and the one thing that I do very well which has helped my business is I connect with the right people in the right place and I give it my all so I am a giver really and so how do you find uh, building relationships? What, what, uh, how do you go about identifying and developing key partnerships for your business? And do you find it of high importance? Absolutely. Yeah, it's something that I really neglected in the early days, actually. You know, you often get that question, like, what would you go back and tell your 20-year-old self or 30-year-old self or whatever? I, I would go back <laughs> and say, stop hiding behind your screen. <laughs> get out from behind the keyboard and go and meet some real people. Uh, because... I think it's really easy when you're running a digital business, particularly like myself. Like a, a lot of our, the vast majority of our customers are online. I've never met them. Uh, and it's really easy when you're doing something like that to think that you can run it entirely, grow it entirely based on the digital world, just contacting people via social, via email, even a few phone calls every now and again, but never in person. But, you know, as soon as I started putting more importance on going out to networking events, going out to uh, conferences, um, going out to mastermind groups, that kind of stuff, meeting people in person, it made a huge difference. That was, that's been the biggest difference in the last five, 10 years of my business was when I started doing that and creating those connections. And it's, I mean, for all sorts of reasons, it's for the support you get, just, you know, finding people that are going through the same stuff as you, getting feedback from them, bouncing ideas off them, but also the, the referrals as well. I mean, as soon as people know you in person, they, they're much more likely to trust you uh, and then they're much more likely to pass work your way as well. So, uh, 
and that, that's down to that specialization that nicheness i suppose that we yes. talked to is that, uh, making sure you're niche enough and you're specific enough about what you do that these people then know exactly when to pass somebody to you you know they know what <laughs> they know what people can get from you uh, therefore when they meet them they can pass their contact details on so yeah absolutely it's a massive thing for me and I'm doing a lot more of it these days absolutely and th there's so many solopreneurs out there and and uh, you know within the banter community as well there's a lot of people who are entrepreneurs starting new projects and have businesses but they're on their own and they might have a person or two who's working with them but majority of them can be on their own and it can get lonesome and you can have mindset issues where things are not working for you so absolutely guys as Colin said get out there start networking start realizing the potential in other people and then you will find yourself and find the potential in you so Colin daily habits mindset is so important for entrepreneurs to be successful and it's all about being successful and it's about building relationships so we can get ourselves to that brilliant successful level as we say uh, but the most important thing is, again, we want to be driven. We need to be motivated. We need to be inspired. So what daily habit or mindset do you put yourself into first thing in the morning before you start anything? What daily habit do you part with before embarking on your projects? <laughs> there's, there's a few things that I do. I so before even getting to work, my routine is it's pretty hectic in the morning. I've got two little kids, so a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Uh, I've I've read all the medical <laughs> morning. I've read all of you know all of the uh, people that achieve the world before you know five a.m. All that nonsense. That's um, I, I, <laughs> I have to admit I can't buy into that stuff right now because I just have to wake up and start bundling little children around the house and shove food in their mouth and things like that. So so my mindset uh, first thing in the morning is actually just have fun with them because as soon as I start getting stressed to do to achieve something to do something particular you know to keep a habit going before 8 30 a.m then that starts to stress them out because I don't have the time for it and so that just starts the day all wrong so the first the first generally hour to an hour and a half of the day is actually just doing whatever we want to do in the morning to you know get some breakfast then get our clothes on and get out the door um and lucky enough obviously working for myself that I can uh, I, I, I always get to the office before half eight but it means we've got an hour and a half so we're not rushing we're not stressed and we can have a bit of fun so that's always the very start is just to actually enjoy it and that and that's super super important colin because never never ever ever forget the family comes first health comes first and the the thing is young kids family you want to spend some time with them and they might be your motivators and your inspirers so never put your guard down on that front i mean myself i'm up at 5 a.m just like yourself um, between 5 a.m and 7 a.m., believe it or not, I listen to podcasts and um, I do sit in complete peaceful quietness listening to podcasts and uh, it's it's just an amazing experience but one thing that I do which I have encouraged a lot of the banterers to get out and do is 15 minutes a day minimum get outdoors yeah, connect yeah. with nature because yeah. nature will help you find yourself will help you focus on ideas will help you focus on what needs to be done 
that day, a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, five yeah. years from now. It is super, super important. And banterers, I, I want you to know that the reason I bring my guests, we because we're always here to help you. We're here to help you. We want you to be successful. So if you have any questions or feedback, please drop me an email or simply comment on the podcast. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind, please head over to iTunes after the session and review the Business Banter podcast. We couldn't do this without you. And your ratings and reviews are so, so important and helpful in crafting future podcasts. Colin, now this could be a game changer for our audience. So embrace yourself because... All our audience are not techies. You and myself may be techies. I have amazing tools that I use to be super productive and, and, and use wisely so that I am able to create momentum with the business and frequency and consistency. So it is super important that we arm ourselves with the right tools. So what is the one tool that you would recommend that has revolutionized your business and that would be invaluable to the business banter community? So, yeah, I think, I mean... Just one tool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so when, once I've got the kids off to school um, and got to work, the first thing I do, so the one habit that I do once I get to work is that I open up Trello. So I have uh, Trello as my my digital brain, really. Brilliant. Um, Trello, I have set up in a, a really, <laughs> it's quite complex these days, uh, but it doesn't need to be in any way. I've got about seven or eight different boards, which I move ideas between. So I use Trello for logging new ideas for business, for logging new ideas for content, for planning my content calendar, because obviously uh, content's a huge thing that we do in terms of blogging, video, podcasting. Um, it's the way we market ourselves. So we have a huge big calendar in there where we plan ahead all of the series, all the seasons, exactly what days are going to go out, what stage a blog post is at. Uh, in terms of tasks as well, so the team here, we use Trello to collaborate entirely. We've got about five or six different columns in our main daily tasks board, which really guide tasks through from you know first inception to passing them on to first stage, to review, to delivery. And I, really, I couldn't live without that these days. It's just amazing. And I I, I know there's tons of task management systems out there, but I just find it so vis vis uh, visual and yes. I find it so easy to mess around with, just, you know, dragging cards from one place to another and the fact that you can colour cards, put images on them, that type of stuff. And I find that uh, the visual nature of the tool helps me to, to manage them and helps things to stand out and helps me to, you know, organise things in my head so that me and the team can achieve them. So definitely Trello for me is the, is the one thing I wouldn't give up, although I do have dozens of others that I use as well. <laughs> top tool, top tool. That is an absolutely phenomenal tool. Banterers, if you haven't checked out Trello, head over to Trello.com, have a look what it's all about. It is a fantastic production board, art board, uh, task management, whatever you want to call it. We use it in-house at Business Banter. It's absolutely phenomenal. We communicate with people all over the world using that, and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And it will change the way you organize and task manage your day, your week, your month. It's phenomenal. Colin, we're entrepreneurs, and one thing we thrive on is inspiration, motivation, and everything that goes along with that. So are you able to share some 
parting words with our listeners who are in the startup entrepreneur industry and help them motivate and inspire themselves? Yeah, I mean, I right now, I, uh, I came in yesterday to work after being at the Content Marketing Academy on Thursday, Friday last week, and I was just inspired by the, the effect that content can have on a business. You know, putting your ideas out there, your value out into the world by showing people what you know, answering their questions uh, and the power that has and getting something in return. Um, so uh, I wanted to, uh, probably just to say that I think everyone should be out there doing as much content as they can, blogging, writing. Uh, putting video out there, putting podcasts out there. Uh, and really, the, the, the key thing, actually, the, the thing that I got the most feedback from on my talk at the event was around... Uh, the question, how do I get all this out there? How do I blog every week? How do I podcast every week? How do I do a video every week? And it's the idea of putting it together as a series, but treating it as a season and planning out a topic that you can deliver over 8, 10, 12 weeks, whereby you can teach something. So think like a teacher. Think about one of the questions that you're asked most often and really just break that down into say 5, 10, 15 lessons and deliver that over the next few months as a series of blog posts, a series of videos, a series of podcast episodes and you'll be amazed at the effect that has on your audience because it suddenly starts drawing them through, it starts making them come back for the next one because it's all tied together and it also helps them learn so much more which helps them succeed so much more which makes them like you more because you're helping them to succeed obviously so that's what drives that word of mouth marketing for you and you know turns them into huge fans of what you do so yeah get out there create more stuff and make sure it's bigger than just one-off content as well amazing amazing Colin banterers there you go you've heard it think like a teacher because that's what it's about focus and remember the strategy if you focus the clarity arises from the stillness in the same way that confusion would arise from chaos for example so focus and create that strategy over time think like a teacher Banterers, Colin and I want you to be successful in your everyday life and grow your business life with smart, actionable ideas. Colin, I know your, pod, uh, your podcast called Podcraft is on iTunes, and it's absolutely brilliant because I do listen to it, and it's fantastic. Banterers, I would highly recommend subscribing to Colin's podcast on iTunes. It's called Podcraft. And uh, simply type in Podcraft uh, in iTunes search, and it will pop up. Also... If you've been thinking about starting a podcast, Colin has created an amazing beginner's podcasting course called Podcast Liberation. That's right, Podcast Liberation. Head over to thepodcasthost.com and you will find it right there. Colin, is this the best places that people would communicate and connect with you or do you have other places they would communicate yes, yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything we do is on the podcasthost.com. So, yeah, that'd be a great place to contact. I mean, I'm actually getting some great engagement right now on Snapchat. I'm doing a lot of uh, stories and uh, a bit of engagement there with the audience. So, if anybody wants to find me on Snapchat, I am the podcast host as a username. Uh, and the same on Twitter as well. So, yeah, by all means, fire through any questions and I'm happy to answer. There you go, Snapchat, the podcast host. Fantastic. Awesome, Colin Banterers. Thank you for listening to the Business Banter podcast. I'm your host, Shamir Shah, and we've just rocked out with podcaster and entrepreneur Colin Gray from The Podcast Host. Thank you so much, Colin. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. 